Welcome to Harvest Hour with Reverend Dr. Godwin Alija. Today's message is from the vast teaching archives of the man of God, who is also the lead pastor of the Harvest Missions Chapel, Assemblies of God International Church, a first century church in the 21st century world. Join us today as we explore truths of God's word for the building up of our faith and victorious living in Christ Jesus. God bless you. Now, today's message. What is up to foreign soil to work a distant land? Give it up to the Lord. This song is so appropriate because many times God does so much for us but the little thing that goes a little wrong is magnified to cover all the good things that the, the Lord has done and as I listen to this song repeatedly testify that God has been good that is the way God opens doors for us and takes us to the next level now if God has been good to you I want you to rise to your feet and I want you to open your mouth and tell him how good he has been to you open your mouth and honor him because he's been good He's kept us alive. He sustained us by the power of his name. We are breathing. We are moving. Lift your voice and give it to him. Lift your voice and worship him. Oh Lord, you have been so good to us. Oh Lord, you have been so wonderful. This is our song to you today. Father, we have been ungrateful and we ask that you forgive us because you do so much for us and we are occupied by the little thing that we have not seen yet. But we know that when we worship you for the big ones that you have done, you are able to meet every single need. Lift your voice, people of God. Worship Him one more time. Rakaturi emobologa zindiri andalababai. Bandiri andu karababasuri andakabaya. Legezuri bekabanduri andakabaya. Shari bekuri andekasariyatai. Benduri andelababakura kalabababababa. Suri kabori anda la ba 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 sukaya ba kire kina bosunda la ba 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 kori anda la ba ba suri imeka la ba ba bekari anda la ba 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 kuri anda la be sudi ande leke suri ande kabore be la ba ba li anda la ba ba osi la ba ba la ba ba sunda ya. 
my father and my god this morning i stand on behalf of every member of this congregation and testify that you have been so good to us i testify that lord you have done exceedingly more abundantly above what we can even ask or think lord we thank you for your deliverance from accident deliverance from sicknesses and diseases you you said our children our children would have been hurt the devil would have crushed us but today we are here living and singing we give you glory lord we give you honor and we, today we say lord speak for your servants here in jesus name amen slap your hands and resume your seats we thank God for another wonderful day and it's just such a great joy to see all of you in the house of the Lord. Some of us have not been well and I am thankful. After much prayer, God has uh, opened the doors for us. Today we are going to do something uh, very unusual. I have battled in my spirit throughout the night. Uh, some of you don't know that pastors hardly sleep. <laughs> Battling. And uh, around 2 a.m., I was still dealing with some things with God. And so today, I am led to do something. But we are going to take, we have been on the, our series, uh, Nehemiah. We launched the Nehemiah project, and we didn't even know why God made us launch that project. But happenings are now beginning to open our eyes to the fact that before the devil brings a challenge god prepares us and builds our capacity to be able to contain that challenge hallelujah how many of you know what i'm talking about and so god is preparing us so that we can overcome the tobias and the sambalas now sambalas existed many years ago died and you know i don't know where the bones are but the sambala spirit is still around let me say one more time. Sambalat did what he did with Nehemiah. He's no more. But the Sambalat spirit is still here. Because it is the same devil who worked in Sambalat to will and to do that we are also dealing with. And Bible says that we are not ignorant about the devices of the devil. It means that the devil's strategy is one way. If you really, really stick with God, when the devil shows up, you know. He doesn't have any more strategies. It's the same old strategy. He will repackage them and rebring and bring. So last night, I spent time delving into uh, Nehemiah chapter 6. And there are just two things that I want to bring to our notice. And then we will go off. I hope the media people are listening. Then we will go off. And they will do the other things. Some things are for in-house people only. <laughs> Nehemiah chapter 6 verse 1. One of my dear friends told me that it's amazing that we read the same scripture over and over again. But God gives us some new revelations. You know. So when pastor start reading, I'm like, ah, but we read this last weekend, two weeks. But God gives new revelations in his word. This word, you can preach it until Jesus comes. <laughs> Amen. Now, please, I want you to pay particular attention to the characters we are dealing with here. Okay? 
So Nehemiah chapter 6 verse 1 begins with Sambalat, Tobiah, Geshem, the Arab, and the rest of our enemies. Now you must remember that Sambalat was the governor of Samaria. And Nehemiah is in Jerusalem. Okay? And Tobiah was actually a slave that was redeemed that has been given small posts. So if you look at the character of Tobias, he doesn't really have a, a, a mind of his own. When somebody says that, he says, when or a bad boy, but I'm a or a bad boy. Have you have you have you seen people like that in your life? They don't have a mind of their own, but whenever the gurus move and they talk, they too they want to talk some, and they are more irritating than anything. <laughs> they are more, you know, they are the ones who don't know the facts. But once they have been told, they will carry it as if they were there and they saw it. We had an election um, some time ago in AG Ghana. And one person was standing for some office. And the rumors just, somebody, a Sambalat started the rumor and then the Tobias held it. And so when I was talking to one of the Tobias, he spoke about the person so I ask so this person you are talking about do you know him eh, I haven't seen him but <laughs> everything they said me I know is true you don't know the person you haven't in fact if the person should be standing in front of you you won't recognize the person one time we had a similar incident at our hospital somebody put some things on the page about the hospital so I think it was Mama, Mama Lou called the person. Um, so when you came to the hospital, who, whom did you meet? And Because we were trying to correct our wrongs. Oh, I didn't come to the hospital. I wasn't there myself. But when somebody said it and I heard it, and, I, and the, the way the person spoke, and, and, and you are expensive, and you are this, and you are that, and you are that. Be careful of Tobias. And there's a way we are going to deal with the Tobias. We'll show you. So, the rest of our enemies found out that I had finished rebuilding the wall and that no gaps remain, though we had not yet set up the doors in the gates. So, Sambalat and Geshem sent a message asking me to meet them at one of the villages in the plain of Ono. Now, when you separate those two words, it's like, oh, no. So, the plane of, oh, no. When they invite you, just separate the word and say, oh, no. I am not going to be a party to this. I'm not going to be a party to this conspiracy on the plane of, oh, no. But I realized that they were plotting to harm me. People of God, any time God has an agenda for his children, the devil is jittery and uncomfortable. And indeed, one of the signs that clearly reveals that God is doing something with you is the, is the consistent oppositions that we have. Now, what is the aim of this opposition? The aim of this opposition, as we've already uh, um, uh, heard in the past, is to put fear in us. Is to discourage us. 
is to make us not continue what God has begun with us. But that would be the sad mistake that any child of God can make in life. Because God has destined that the thing is yours, but there are battles to be fought. So he told the Israelites, the land is full of milk and honey. The land is full of pomegranate. The land is full of grapes. But when they got there, they saw giants. But God was trying to test their faith. And those are the two things I want to, I want to touch on. God wanted to see if they were going to still see the things he told them or they were going to be focused on the Tobias and the Sambalats. Because what determines a successful Christian from a, a Christian who cannot make it is the Christian who magnifies his God above his challenges. When you see the bigness of your God rather than the bigness of your problem, you are likely to succeed as a Christian. But unfortunately, one of the aims of the devil is to continually magnify the bigness of our problem. And indeed, some of us, if we look at our lives and we, 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 we try to drill deep to the things that are really making us sad, you realize that when we put your life in percentage, that thing is less than 1%. But unfortunately, that 1% can be magnified to the extent that it feels like you... It, if even if you were not alive, it's better. I've seen successful Christian women, born again, tongue speaking, amazing, good job. They have everything. God has blessed them. They are healthy. Their lungs, their kidneys, everything is good. But they are women in waiting to be married. But just because of marriage, everything God has ever done is nonsense. Everything God has ever blessed them with doesn't even make sense. Some of them, some of us are even married, but just because of a child. And that is the devil's strategy. The devil will come under the skin and make sure that whatever he's doing will look much bigger. And Nehemiah was confronted with those situations where the devil was trying to show him that even though you have the endorsement of Kinahazaros, and even though you have all the materials to build the wall, and even though you've been able to rally and convince everybody to come on your side to build the wall, we are going to show you that our sin Single opposition can be bigger, and they were attempting to make the, a, a case out of no case, so that when Nehemiah is intimidated and scared, he will give our people of God the same Sambalat spirit is reigning in our days today. He's trying to tell us that the good things are bad, the bad things are good, the small things are big, the big things are small, and if you don't have discernment. As a child of God, you will succumb to the pressure of the Tobias and the Sambalas and your life will be miserable as a child of God. So, I replied by sending this message to them. I am engaged in a great work, so I can't come. Why should I stop working to come and meet with you? In other words, I am engaged in serving my God. I am focused on what God has already given me. I am focused on what God is doing in my life. Why should I stop and look at the small things that you are trying to tell me God hasn't done yet? 
I pray that God will open our eyes. Because some of us are in a place right now and our spirits are so troubled and worried. And every time we, you pray, you, you cry and you wail and you yell and you do everything and God is looking at you as if, don't you see all the good things that I have done in your life? And it is when you acknowledge the good things that God has already done that is when he opens even bigger doors for us. You see, even as human beings, if somebody gives you something and you come to the person and you say thank you, and you come again and you say thank you, the person is just like, why are you thanking me? You, the person is moved to even do more. But if the person does that, and especially the children who are still under parents, parents will do everything, but you don't see it. Do you know children are very funny? The father and mother who pay your school fees, who have roof over your head, who feed you every day, one uncle will visit one day and give you 50 Ghana cities. And that uncle is the best uncle in the whole world. The best uncle. In fact, you rather listen to that uncle who gave you 50, 50 CD. 50. 50 CD. And everything your parents, because we have taken it for granted that as for God, it is. But I'm here to teach you that Hemiah was trying to prove to Tobias and Sambalai that I am not one of the ungrateful believers. I know what my God has done for me. I know when I would have died, but he saved me. I know when I would have been shamed, but he lifted me. I know when things would have been confused, but he came onto the scene and he put my life together. So devil, what you are showing me is nothing compared with what God has already done. I am, I am moving on. I don't have time. In other words, Nehemiah was telling somebody like that I don't have time to think about what you are trying to draw to my attention. I don't have time. I don't have time. The last time I checked, Sarah gave birth at 70. I don't have time to be worrying over childbirth when God is doing a lot of things for me. I don't have time. I don't have time because the last time I checked, there was no way Ruth could have married. But when Ruth followed Naomi faithfully, God gave Ruth a husband and Ruth became the great great grandmother of Jesus Christ. I don't have time to focus on the things you are showing me because when my time comes, my God is able to do exceedingly more abundantly above what I can ask or even think. I don't have time. I don't have time for you. He says, I don't have time. Why should I come? I don't have time. Why should I think about those things? I don't have time. Why should I focus on the minors? I don't have time. People of God, some of us, we have too much time for the devil. We give the devil too much attention. We give the devil too much honor. And when he shows up, he knows that when, once he throws the death, we will focus on the death. And a lot of Christians, we are spending our life focusing on just that small less than one percent thing. And every day we are crying. And even that, listen, there is Joloff in front of you. And you are crying that they haven't brought the, what? I mean, what the, the, the food is in front of you. A lot of believers, we are living our lives. And you know, we are procrastinating our our joy in the Lord. I would say the joy of the Lord is our strength. 
people of God, don't wait for tomorrow to celebrate God. Don't wait for tomorrow to thank God for what he's doing. Today is a day of enjoyment. Enjoy. Did you hear what I said? I said enjoy. Today is a day. Every day is a day God has made. Some of us, we have deferred our enjoyment. Oh, if only I go to school and I finish. Then now you've gone to school, you finish. You won't enjoy it. Oh, if only uh, I get a good job. Now God has given you a good job. That one too, you will enjoy. Okay? If only I get a nice husband or a nice wife. Now God has given you. That one too, bam, again. Oh, if only God gives us a child. Now you see, God has given you a child. Yana, if only these children leave the house, you will never have a time to celebrate God. There is no appropriate time to celebrate God. Today is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in Him. He is a good God. And every day we need to celebrate Him. We need to honor Him. When you wake up in the morning, open your window, look up into the sky and say, thank you, Jesus. I am alive. It is a day for me to enjoy. And as we focus on those things, God will begin to do bigger things. I am not going to wait until we get our big auditorium to enjoy. Here we are enjoying. Thank you, Jesus. So we are enjoying. Hey, we will be packing our instrument back and forth. We will enjoy. Until the day God gives us that place, that we enjoy more. And God gives us skyscrapers, we will enjoy. If God gives you one bedroom, enjoy it all. He will give you the two bedroom, enjoy that one too. Don't defer your enjoyment. We don't have time for the devil. We don't have time for the devil. Nehemiah says, I don't have time. Look at the devil, he doesn't stop. Four times they sent the same message. And each time I gave them the same answer. What it means is that the devil will not give up. He will be persistent. He will say, oh. Are you, can't you see your brother and your sister there? Can't you see that they are doing better than you? You see, the thing is the same English. It's the same the way you look at it. Somebody wakes up and says, good morning, Lord. Another person wakes up and says, good Lord, it's morning. You know, <laughs> it's, just, it's just the way you look at life. You know, for all you know, that sister they are showing is, is going through other things. That brother they are showing to you is going through other things. So persistently the devil will beckon and knock on our door and show us the things that we cannot do and the things that are depressing. But the man says four times they came. I gave them the same answer. In other words, don't shift your stand when the devil comes against you persistently. Focus on this same word of God. This same word of God. He didn't give them different answers. He didn't give them different answers because he knew the God he served. So he stuck with his God. So four times he gave them the same answer. The fifth time, Sambala Seva, he changed the strategy. But it's the same. Repackaged. He came with an open letter in his hand. The same letter. This time he's opened it. That's why I tell you the devil has no strategy. The same letter that he, the same message he sent in, he sent the same message, but this time he just opened it. And when you, sometimes when we see it, we start shaking. Hey, this time I will die. I will die. You will not die. You will live to declare the glory of God. You will live to honor God. Your life will honor God. It will be well with you. 
you will not die before your time. Let me tell you, if God is not done with us, you are not living here. I forbid anyone in this house, if God is not done with you, you are not permitted to live here. You will die empty. When we see your corpse lying there, we now will know that you have worked. Like my mother, when you see, you say, she's, she's pained. <laughs> she woke up one morning and said, shall I want to die? <laughs> she had, she had, you know that she's pained. And that is what God wants. You know why? Because there's so much in this world that God is depending on you and I to do. And if we don't do it, there are too many unbelievers than believers. And so the believers must be here so that we can influence strategic areas of our economy, strategic areas of our businesses, strategic areas of ministry. There are too many Azam pastors. I cannot afford to be, not to be here. Because I want to preach the good word. I want to preach the unadulterated word. I will not leave the word for those people. I won't mention their name. I will not leave for them to go back and be cutting the word by heart. I will rightly be here and I'll divide the word of truth and you too, you will be blessed. Lift a shout to God. <laughs> Amen. So now he started the conspiracy. But two things I want to share with us that we'll be out of here. We'll go into a time of, of prayer because like I told you, I have been battling. Two things that God wants me to tell you. Two quick things. If you look at the life of Nehemiah, God gave him a big task. A big task. God gave Nehemiah a big task. We will not take for granted the assignment God has given us on earth. It's big. Even raising a child. Can you imagine God gives you the responsibility to bring a child into this world or to adopt a child and the name you give the child, God writes that name in heaven. It's a big task. The day you stood and said, her name will be Audrey. God wrote that name in heaven. One day when they are doing the roll call, they will mention the name Audrey. It's amazing. That was what God gave. Let me, people of God, let me just digress a little bit. Work is not the result of the fall of man. Work existed before man fell. So if you are waking up and going to work and you are believing like Adam and Adam and coming breast in God gave us work. <laughs> so for, God gave us work before Adam fell. Babu said that he put Adam. So if you are lazy, that's why God does not like lazy people. Laziness is stinky before the, the, you know, and some of us, the reason why we are suffering is because we have decided to blame everything on Adam. Eh? So God prepared the Garden of Eden, put Adam there, and said, Adam, name everything. And read the Bible carefully. He says, in everything, any name Adam gave, that was the name that was given. Amazing. So the task is big. See, you may be here today, but if you God should open our eyes to see the task he's given us, we will not be living the way we are living, I'm telling you. If God opened your eyes to know that you are supposed to be influential, not only in Ghana, but in the whole of Africa, you will not be living your life ordinarily. You will begin to see things differently. 
So the task is big. And that is why you shouldn't focus on the Tobias and the Sambalas. Because every single hour in the life of a believer is important. Every single second in our life is important. So I have decided that I will not every second I will find job for the second. So that when I'm accounting, I will know that this is what I did. That is not to say work all the time. Sleep too is part of the work. God rested. Some of us, if they say we should even sleep and they will grade us, we will fail. That one is a story for another day. Now, because God has given us a big task, we don't have to be distracted. Don't be distracted. Number two, you can't afford to be discouraged. Number two, God has given us a big task. You can't afford to be discouraged. And we saw that in the chapter four to the chapter nine. Everything the Hemiah did was working against discouragement. He said, me, you can't. You can't. The devil did a lot of things to discourage Jesus. His brothers rejected him. The, the, the Pharisees were on his neck. Everybody was against him. The devil said, hey, what would I do to, to, to defame you? I will kill you. Jesus, I'm already dead. Because I, I died before I was born. What can the dead goat do? You know, and I was sharing with the altar workers one time that the problem with the Christendom is that we are not dead yet. We are not dead. Because you see, anybody who is not dead in Christ, you are too much alive to the world. Yeah. Because see, when you go, when you go to the mortuary, you can go to a grave, you insult the person, ah, the person won't mind you. Because the person is dead. Have you ever seen any dead person who responded to your insults? Or all the cries, uh, all the tributes you are reading, they are dead. If you are dead in God, when they insult you, you don't care. Eh? when they do those things they show you body language you don't care when they rumor things about you you don't care why because those things are not important they can't discourage you the very moment you start responding to that it means there's some life in you you are breathing some worldly oxygen be careful and God wants to get to a, get us to a place where when we are dead to the world the work of God is expedited and that was on the Hermite the Hermite was totally dead to the world Dead to Sambalat and Tobiah. In fact, whatever they did, did it didn't move him. Later on, you see, Tobias came to stay in one of the houses they built. <laughs> and the way the Hamad threw him out, we will learn that one. It's a principle. So the second thing, the first thing is that don't be distracted because the work is big. The second thing is that you can't afford to be discouraged. And the third thing is that you are going to, you need to have a discerning spirit to do God's work. You need to have a discerning spirit to do God's work. So when they sent the message to him, the Bible says that he knew that they wanted to harm him. People of God, that is why we need to fast and pray and read the word of God because the devil we are dealing with is a bad devil if you don't discern what the devil is trying to do you will walk into the devil's trap and some of these traps may not kill you but they will take you back five years they will delay they will delay what God wants to do in your life the queue is long so the little mistake you come back and then you'll be starting all over again and that's why a lot of believers seem to be, you know, and you know, 
is faithful, you rapture you at the end of the day. But the task that you are supposed to do, you keep coming back. You keep coming back. You understand what I'm saying? The task is big. So God should give us discerning of spirit. To discern when people tell us things. The spirit of God will immediately tell us, this is not of God. You are dealing with somebody. The person is saying all the good things. But your spirit is telling you, this is not of God. People of God, we need to. That's why in June we are going to be fasting again. As for the fasting and prayer, we will do. A, we will fast again because there are people who are walking around like human beings, but they are not. Then the second thing I want to bring to your attention: the first one is the task is big. Then the second one is that our God is bigger than the task. These are the two things God wants me to tell you. God wants me to tell you that the task he's given us is big. Don't take it for granted. We are going somewhere. This church, God has blessed us. I say God has blessed us. And God has given us a land. The land may be filled with giants, but we know that we can take those giants. We are not grasshoppers. If you're a grasshopper, you can't go to the promised land because there are grapes there. Grasshoppers don't eat grapes. So be bold, be strong, we'll take the land. But the second important thing is that our God is bigger than the task. That's what we should understand. The God who has given us this job is bigger than the task. I would say there is no temptation that will befall us. That is not common to men. But even that, God will make a way out for us. In other words, it's, it's like a why. When the devil is coming to hit you, God says, hey, 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 stop, come. What is that? Uh, I want to try this sister and see. God will look at it. Look at the sister. Look at this. Yeah, take it. The sister will crash this thing. So in other words, God knows our strength. And he will not allow anything that is bigger to come to us. So when the thing hits you, look right within and look at God. God is bigger than the challenge. God is bigger than the problem. God is bigger than the machinations of the devil. God is bigger than the Tobias. He's bigger than the Sambalas. He's bigger. He's bigger. He's stronger. He's taller. He's whiter. He's everything that the devil cannot do. So we are protected and we are shielded. So we must have that consciousness that God is big. My drill sergeant is ready. I can tell. The way to do it is number one, look at what he has done already. To see the bigness of God, look at what he's done already. Number two, look at how he did it. For some of us, we are working miracles, but we're refusing to see. But if I look at my life, there are some things God did. The way he did it, it is one in in one trillion chance that that thing will happen. Why are you looking at me like you don't understand what I'm saying? Some of us, you know, that the way God did this thing for you, there was no way it would have happened if it was not him orchestrating it. One in one trillion chance that he would do it. And then finally, to look at how big God is, you must make sure that continually, you must, you must find out who gets the credit. In other words, the very moment you start doing things and you start looking at yourself as you, you have done it, it kind of narrows your perspective of what God is doing. 
this is deep and the reason why some of us don't trust God is because all some of the things that <laughs> has happened in our lives we took the credits we didn't see God's hand mighty hand in that Nehemiah could have taken all the credit but he didn't rise to your feet and let's pray two things the task is big but God is bigger I want you to lift your voice right now and just right now in the next seconds I don't know what is on your heart but just actualize this word of God just pray just just pray anything any kind of crazy prayer in your spirit just pray just pray just pray there's something in your spirit i want to give you the opportunity pray 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 Oh, lift your voice in prayer, people of God. Lift your voice in prayer. Lift your voice in prayer. Oh, pray, oh, pray. Oh, pray, oh, pray. Oh, lift your voice in prayer. Lift your voice. Oh, lift your voice in prayer. Oh, lift your voice in prayer. Oh, lift your voice in prayer. Thanks for tuning in. We believe you've been blessed by today's word. For video recordings of teachings by Reverend Alijah, visit our Facebook page at Harvest Missions Chapel. For prayers and counseling, kindly call or WhatsApp the numbers 0244-865-523 or 054-230-3868. To share your testimonies or to support the ministry in cash or kind, contact us on 0244-865-523.